Sporting Beards, episode 106. Boys, how you doing, man? You know, I'm doing all right. Life is good. And I'm making progress in Assassin's Creed. Very nice. I've been, I've been fantasy drafting like crazy <laughs> for, for baseball. Getting ready for baseball season. I like it. I, I started going to the gym last week. I've gone four times, I think, since then. I can then. hear it in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Stronger voice. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> I went a little too crazy. So the first time I went to the gym, I, I, I did legs. Legs and core. My plan was to alternate legs and arms and then just do core every time. That was my Ooh, plan. Okay, okay. No so cardio. I started with... I so I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, the, no, this this is funny. Like, if I'm on a street or in a yard or a field or something, I I can run, and I'm fine. I don't run as fast as I used to, but I'm I'm fine. I can run. Okay. And like I'll get tired, but like not for a while. If I get on a treadmill, and I start trying to run, and I'm a fairly coordinated person. Uh, not with dancing, but outside of dancing, I'm pretty coordinated. <laughs> I have pretty good balance. Like, I used to pitch, so, like, I, I can stand on my right leg forever. If I start running on a treadmill, I, like, start going side to side instead of just straight. <laughs> and, like, I end, I, I'm going to break my neck if I try and run on a treadmill. I hear you. I can't do it. I've never been able to do it. I, it doesn't you know, make any sense. Now that you say that, I can picture you running the bases. And, yeah, I, I can see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, though. No, I know what you uh, mean, dude. Running on a treadmill is so different than just running. It, it's so different. Like, even walking on a treadmill. Because what I've been doing is, like, I'll take the first 15 minutes and I'll walk, like, a mile. Uh, just to get the legs pumping a little bit. And then I'll go and start doing weights and deadlifts and whatever. But when I, I did the legs and I was fine. Like I, I was a little bit sore the next day, but not too bad. And then I went two days later because I've been going every other day. Nice. And I went two days later to do the arms and I overdid it. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to I do. I think that was, that was Thursday. I was still sore on Monday. But that's a good sore. It's it, it's a good sore, but like I was in pain the day after. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't I couldn't curl my arm up all the way. Like I'm I'm out there like I'm smoking a cigarette and I'm like having to like do a go around to put the cigarette <laughs> in my mouth because because my arms were so sore I couldn't close them. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> when when you haven't been to the gym for a while and you go back, you think you can do it all and you're like oh this is so exciting and you, you're excited about it too so yeah. so no pun intended you're pumped <laughs> and uh and then yeah it's easy to overdo it i have been there myself as as yeah, a so I've just... common not go to the gym for a while and then go back <laughs> type of person right so i've just been uh, i've been doubling up on on legs and core well hey which is fine yeah I mean, you got to have a good foundation. Can't skip leg day. You got to do legs. So I feel you. Uh, How are you doing? Uh, So if I'm being completely honest, I'm exhausted. Yeah. 
We are actually recording on Wednesday instead of uh, our typical Mondays, and that would be my fault. <laughs> um, we just got back from Florida last night at like midnight. And so nice. we, uh, we left on Friday. We stopped in Destin. Got to see a little bit of the beach, but it was all rainy on Friday when we got yeah. there in like 60. So it wasn't as pretty as we were hoping, but it was still nice. Not exactly beach weather. Not exactly. Um, but we did go out to eat, and there was some live music because uh, it was a Friday night. So that was kind of nice. And then we drove down to West Palm Beach is actually where we stayed, close to Miami. Um, so it was 11 hours to Destin and then eight more hours to West Palm Beach. And then, though, we did actually leave early enough to where when we got to West Palm Beach, it was like in the 70s and the sun was out for a little while. And so we did get to go to the beach. And we had a little bit nice. of a beach day. The water was kind of cold, but we got in anyways, and then you kind of got used to it. Um, so that was nice. And then uh, Casa bowled on Sunday. And she didn't bowl as well as she wanted. One thing that people don't think about when it comes to bowling, besides like actual bowlers, is the humidity and the weather can actually affect how the lanes work and how your balls yeah. work. Um, and so with it being her first time bowling at that house, uh, she had a little bit of a rough go, but then ended after six games on her sixth game, she had a two twenty five. So she finally started to kind of figure it out, but a little too late at that point. Um, takes time. Yeah. So it took, took some time, but we had a blast. It was kind of cool to see, uh, a different kind of scene for bowling. Cause it was in Florida. Then again, she still ran into somebody that knew, someone that she bowls with on Thursdays, which is funny. Um, it's a small community. It's a, it's a yeah, small it's, world. It's not the biggest community. Yeah. So, but then, uh, we decided that night that, I don't know. I don't think, yeah, it was, it was after bowling. I wanted to see downtown Miami and all day during strip club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I wish. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the whole time she was bowling though on Sunday, it was just pouring down rain all day. Mm. So like even on the way down to Miami, it was raining. Uh, but when we got to Miami, it kind of lightened up a little bit. So we got to actually get out on the beach a little, and we got to just see the city. And dude, it it was pretty cool. It's a whole different vibe down there in Miami. And, of course, I was rocking my Dallas Mavericks gear, uh, <laughs> rocked my Dirk jersey the first day we were down there, you know, just got to represent, because there's not necessarily a rivalry, but there's a feud. There's a feud between the Mavericks and the Heat, so I wanted to make sure I represented. Um, but we went to this real cool place, uh, taco place, that was like downtown Miami, and you hear nothing but different languages everywhere mm -hmm. because it's such a, a big culture melting pot like there's so many different types of people there and so that was really cool and it was just a lot of fun to be out and in, in a different kind of city and seeing the different vibes because most of the places I've been I mean I went to Minnesota for for Thanksgiving with her this year this past year that was the first time I had been there um, but this was also I guess the other city that I haven't been to. Usually when I go on vacations, I'm usually going back to cities that I've been to and, 
and stuff like right. that. So seeing a whole new city and just seeing the vibes and it was all colorful, palm trees everywhere, and just seeing how they build up instead of out and seeing all the skyscrapers and everything. It was awesome. We really enjoyed Miami, so that was cool. And then, uh, and then the next day we trekked back to Destin, stayed in Destin one more night, and and then uh, went through New Orleans on the way back, uh, and actually went downtown New Orleans, and we didn't even mean to, and ended up going down Bourbon Street. And <laughs> luckily, uh, it wasn't last week because apparently last right. week was Mardi Gras. <laughs> you'd still be, you'd still be there. Yes. Like, just just because of the traffic. Yes. You'd still be there. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that was a whole new vibe as well. Um, just seeing all the the French symbolism and like there was live music everywhere. Uh, every little bar that was on Bourbon Street had live music. And we ended up going to this seafood place like a little bit outside of downtown that ended up being like a little hole in the wall seafood place, but was so good. They had some really good gumbo. I got me a shrimp po' boy and... And so we uh, we accomplished a lot within five days, but a lot of driving. Yeah, put a lot of miles on the truck. I was gonna say, did y'all take the did y'all take the truck? We took the truck. I mean, that's part of the reason I decided to go ahead and buy new when I got it was because I knew I wanted to be able to to take it on trips like that and like because I I always go to Georgia to see family. That's a pretty big road trip in itself. Um, and so that's kind of why I ended up getting new when I did so that I can do stuff like that. So yeah, we put a lot of miles on the truck, but we made it home last night, got some sleep, woke <laughs> up and went back to work this morning. <laughs> yep. Uh, back so to the back, grind. back to the grind, no buffer day. I usually like to have like a buffer day when I go on vacations, but we didn't have the time for that. So, but man, a lot of fun. We had so much fun apparently we left the right day too because like i think either friday or saturday ended up being in like the 30s here it, or like low 40s yeah like it got pretty cold over the weekend and then it warmed up pretty quick <laughs> oh yeah i wore a hoodie and jeans to work this morning and then i was like what am i doing yeah it's <laughs> i should have wore shorts today <laughs> yeah it, it got um, pretty warm today it did so i kept meaning we, to look and see how warm uh, my guess was in the seventies, but my it watch said eighty at one point. I, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, like I, I almost turned the the AC on in the little room that I that I work in. Yeah, I mean it got hot. I got a little sunburnt today because I was working <laughs> a little bit outside while I was grinding some blades, and I got a little sunburnt. So yeah, we brought the warm weather back with us. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, so episode. 106 106 uh, do you have any sixes so the first one that came to mind is lebron i mean he's been six and 23 kind of off and on um but i'll never forget when he was number six with the heat and his decision to to go down to south beach which is kind of funny because i was just there but yeah dude I, I, that lebron number six miami heat jersey Pops in my head right away when I think of number sixes. Yeah, he's definitely the top one. Um, there's, I mean, there's a there's a couple of really good Hall of Fame baseball players that wore number six: Dan Musial and Al Kaline. Um, yeah, older older players. Uh, Stan Musial, one of the greatest nicknames of all time. He's just Stan the Man. 
Yeah, greatness. Like that's about as good a nickname as you can as you can have bestowed upon you. Yeah. Football, it's really just Jay Cutler, yeah. Baker Baker Mayfield, Devontae Smith. Jay good Cutler. Players, that, but... that, I, I thought of him too. I was like, damn man. <laughs> just smoking cigarettes at halftime. Yeah. And then <laughs> basketball, one of the guys that usually gets thrown into the GOAT conversation other than LeBron that wore number six is Bill Russell. Yeah. The NBA logo. Yep, yeah, he of the eleven of the eleven rings. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, the logo is uh, is West Jerry West. That's right, Jerry West. You're right. But the Finals MVP is named after yeah the Bill, Bill Russell. Russell Trophy. There you go. I knew he was one of those, something like that. Yeah. There's uh, actually a there's a young uh, baseball player, Josh Young. Oh. <laughs> Josh Young. Rangers third baseman. Oh yeah. He wears number six. I, which sadly got hurt right away in spring training. That. Which I'm like, are you kidding me? But he was he was very impactful in, in our run last year, so no, nah, he, he, yeah, he popped in my head. He's had he's had quite a few injuries. He has for for his age. because uh, wasn't he, he I think he was supposed to be up in 21 i want to say but he got hurt and then was supposed to be up in 22 but got hurt yeah so he is actually a little older than you'd think for like being just off his rookie year but that's because he did get hurt in the minors and and so he wasn't able to be called up uh and then yeah last year he was even on the the il for quite some time yeah but still very crucial he actually was in an argument for American League Rookie of the Year until he got hurt and then missed quite a few games and it's really hard to come back from that. Plus, we had some pretty good rookies last year, so that we did. As far as titles go, we had in two thousand six the Cardinals beat the Tigers. Uh, that Cardinals team, one of the worst World Series winning teams ever. They won eighty three games. Jeez. In the reg in the regular season. They made the playoffs on the final day. The Astros finished 82 and 80 that year. That's right. Um, still when you were there. That's right. Yeah. Coming off the Astros coming off, losing the world series in 05 went 82 and 80. The Cardinals went 83 and 78. I think they didn't have to play the, the one six hundred and sixty second game. They would have, if they had lost on the final day or maybe the Astros lost on the final day. I don't remember exactly, but if, if, it had been a situation where they both finished on 82 games. The Cardinals would have had to play a game 162. And then if they lost that game, then they would have played a 163 against the Astros the next day, which could have been crazy travel they, for them. So they didn't even play a 162? No. If you, like, if, um, if everything settled, like they had a rain out somewhere along the way that okay. couldn't be made up easily. And it was one of those things where, like, if it has to be played, they'll play it. Gotcha. Otherwise, they won't. Because they don't, like, you'd be surprised. Like, they're almost every year, somebody doesn't play 162 games. Weird. I actually never really knew that. Yeah. If, if it doesn't matter for the standings and it hasn't been made up by the time the season's over, then they usually won't play it. Gotcha. Interesting. 
Um, but that was that team. The Tigers that year were, like, just a couple of years before, in 2003, they lost 119 games. And then they were in the World Series in 2006. That was Verlander's rookie year. Uh, they had Pudge Rodriguez on that team. Scherzer there yet? Scherzer was not there yet. Okay, okay. I think Scherzer was actually still in Arizona, I think. I okay. forget that he started his career in Arizona. That's right. I saw uh, that thing floating around where, like, it was supposed to be, like, Randy Johnson versus Greg Maddox or something like that. And then it ended up being Max Scherzer versus Clayton Kershaw before they were anybody. And so it was like right. we were going to the game to see a couple Hall of Famers. Little did we know we saw a couple Hall of Famers. <laughs> right. Uh, one of the most interesting careers, I think, on the, on the Tigers 2006 roster is Joel Zumaya. Do you remember Joel Zumaya? That one doesn't ring a bell. So he was the, he was like 21, 21 years old in 2006. Like he probably could, could and should still be playing in the big leagues. But he, for, until Araldis Chapman came along, Joel Zumaya held all of the fastest pitch records. Okay. Like he hit 104 in 2006 or 2007. One of those, one of those years he hit, he hit a 104. And you may remember him whenever I whenever I say this next part, but he actually injured himself before a playoff series. I don't remember if it was 06 or maybe in 07 that this happened, but he injured his forearm playing Guitar Hero. Okay, I think I do remember hearing about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and then that like put... That him that kind of put him down a path of just injuries ruining his career. That sucks. Like if you look at his at his Wikipedia page and you just go to like the injury section, like it's just every year injuries after injuries after injuries after injuries where he was out of baseball at twenty five. Damn. I mean, just because he destroyed his arm so much throwing that hard. I guess. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. There was nobody throwing that hard back then, and so they no. didn't know how to properly rested or take care of it and and so yeah i can imagine but man if it hadn't been for the injuries like i wonder how good joel zamaya could have been throwing that hard with a wipeout slider coming yeah. out of the bullpen well the real question is did he beat that song <laughs> i don't know the answer to that <laughs> they need to bring guitar hero back man that was fun yeah, apparently they when they came out with Guitar Hero 2, the tagline was no pitchers were hurt in the making of this game or something like that. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> uh, moving on, in the NFL, the Colts beat the Bears. That's the Rex Grossman Bears. Yeah, and that's Peyton Manning's first. Peyton Manning's first. Speaking of the Miami Heat and Dallas Mavericks, 2006 uh, was the first time they they faced in the finals. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up, even though I knew you were going to. I have to. Yeah. I have to. Last week we had the Astros losing the World Series. This week we have the, the Mavs losing the, the finals. Which, Which is still one of the most ridiculous championships of all time with how it ended up going down, of all sports. Yeah, and that was, let's be real, that was a weak finals. Both of those teams were pretty weak compared to normal finals champions. 
True. Um, it happens from time to time. Mat- matchups. Like if you go back and look at that at that Mavs roster in 2006, because I've done it before. And like I, I think it's so much in Dirk's favor historically that he drug that team to the finals. Well, definitely. But I mean, they Keith also Van Horn was one of their best players. Won, uh, agreed. And, and the Miami Heat were not, again, f- standard of NBA finals. The Miami Heat were not really a finals team either. Really. Like when you look at it, you got old Shaq, you've got Baby Wade, and a bunch of junk. Probably Jonas Haslam. Haslam was probably. (laughs) Probably. I don't really remember. So I actually moved here in 06. So I I kind of remember that, but I wasn't that huge into it at the time. Right. But but see, like there's a documentary about it because the refs played a huge role in, in the Miami Heat winning that series. And Dwayne Wade... There's a reason that Dallas Mavericks fans hate Dwayne Wade, and it's for that final series right there. Yeah, they rolled out the red carpet to the basket for him. Yeah, to the free throw line. Yeah, he he had a ridiculous amount of free throws in the last few I, games of that series. I think it's still a finals record the amount of free throws he took in that series. Insane. Uh, college football. We had Florida beating the brakes off of Ohio State. In 2006, that was the backup year for Tebow. That was when it was like fullback Tebow. <laughs> That's right. Um, Chris Leak was the quarterback on that Florida team. Oh man, Chris Leak! I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> Nobody has. <laughs> uh, that was, I think, the year. I want to say that Devin Hester. Maybe it wasn't Devin Hester. But somebody, whoever whoever was the return man, Troy Smith, I think, ran back the the opening kickoff for Ohio State for a touchdown, and then they basically didn't score again until garbage time at the end of the fourth quarter, and they lost forty-one to fourteen. Goodness gracious! So yeah, that is the titles for two thousand six. We saw a lot of Gator fans. Ugh. I mean, you were in Florida. Yeah, and we drove right through Gainesville. <laughs> but did you see any gators though you know we were looking a lot because there's a lot of like swamp land that you're driving through on those highways and i didn't necessarily think that i saw one jason said he thinks he might have seen one but we did see some dolphins in destin oh there you go yeah no gators luckily I- i'm surprised like when i think of florida i think it's just like gators like everywhere well that's why you don't want to get in any body of water no because you you might not see them but they're there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they see you yeah exactly <laughs> they're they're watching yes <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh we don't have a ton of sports to talk about yeah today. kind of a, a slow sports week unless you're a big fan of the nba all-star weekend which i have become less and less of a fan of we've had some fun dunk contests yeah, um, within our sports watching existence, but there's only so much you can do with dunking a basketball, and then the All Star Game has just pretty much gone to shit. Yeah, I saw the. I, first of all, I didn't know that it was this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> not, I didn't. It's not your fault. It's just kind of died out. 
and I saw the I saw the final score on the the actual game, right? And just thought to myself, "Thank God I don't care about watching this." Yeah, thank they God cracked two hundred. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. The there were three fouls the entire game, three, three. See, like I think it would be fun if they actually tried against each other because they are the best of the best and that means the best at defense too like if they actually tried it would be pretty fun to watch but you know that they're not going to try so i think a better idea for the all-star game is instead of playing the all-star game if they did like a three-on-three tournament you know you play you play to 21 and just have it you know be a day half court three-on-three play to 21 you know, each team gets, you know, a big slash forward and two smaller guys. Like, have it be a draft, you know. Well, I Do heard like of eight one. Teams, eight teams, three apiece. That's 24 people. So you still have your 24 all-stars. Right. And that's, I didn't do the math right on that. I don't right? know if you did. I wasn't paying attention, to be honest, with the numbers. <laughs> no, no, I did. I did. Eight teams, three people per team. That's, tw- that's 24. Yes. So... You know, you have you just you you select eight captains and then they draft their team. <laughs> they draft their their other two people. Yeah, it would make it more interesting for sure. I heard It'd one be a lot where more fun. the top vote getter pairs up with the least vote getter, and then like one in the middle, and then vice versa yeah. all the way down. Something like that. The only problem with that is you could end up with like a team. Theoretically, you could end up with a team that's like three centers. Hey, <laughs> it would be interesting and it would be kind of fun to watch. <laughs> It would be interesting. It would draw me. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Like, say you had, you had, uh, you had Jokic and Joel Embiid. Let's just say he's healthy. And Wimby. And, and yeah, Wimby or like Gobert or something. <laughs> and then on the other side, you've got like Dame and Chris Paul and, and Chris Paul and Steph Curry. Like, who's not watching that? <laughs> it would be fun. It would be entertaining. It'd be a hell of a lot more fun than what they've got now. Yes. Now, there was one highlight from All-Star Weekend, and it was actually the one time that I got to watch a little bit because it was while we were out to eat uh, in Destin that first night. Um, so we were at a, at a bar, and so I got to watch a little bit of the, the Celebrity All-Star Game, which will actually bring up my Brio Beardscape Beard of the Week uh, for this week. Um, especially when it starts to be kind of slim pickings with sports going on and stuff. Um, I'm going to allow for just facial hair. It doesn't necessarily have to be a full beard. Um, but we can get a little loose with it. Yes. Um, but if you are looking for any kind of shaving or trimming or any kind of hair devices, <laughs> for lack of better terms, uh, check out Brio for Life. That's the number four, brio4life.com, and use code SPORTIN. Get 10% off. Helps us out a little bit. Check it out. It's pretty sweet. I love mine. I really do. I'm I'm not even just saying that. I actually love it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, but my Brio Beardscape Beard of the Week for this week will be none other than Micah Parsons. Okay. Who, I don't know if you saw anything about this. I, I did Because I know you said... So he is actually the MVP for the Celebrity All-Star Game. 
And he scored 37 points with 16 boards and four steals. Which... It's not bad. For a football player, that's pretty good. I mean, you typically you want to be a cross-sport athlete up through high school. It helps. It helps a lot. Uh, but he was talking a lot of trash, and he ended up going out there and backing it up. And, and man, it, it was kind of cool. I didn't watch a lot of it. I did see some of it. He was just jacking up shots. I'll be honest of about course. that. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was kind of exciting. It was really cool to see a cowboy get MVP and something like that. So that was kind of fun and exciting. So he is my Brio Beardscape Beard of the Week. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would probably rather watch the celebrity game than I would the actual game. It, right. It's like it's fun. Did you ever used to watch the um the celebrity softball game? Oh at, yeah, I at still All-Star do. weekend. Like I love that. Yeah. Like it's cool. It's fun. Same. Yeah, and especially nowadays cuz they like have everybody mic'd up and stuff and Yeah. It 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 gets exciting. So, I do I do enjoy that. Yeah, that's that's always pretty fun. I always try and catch and that. I, I know you said I know we need to move on a little bit, but I know you said you didn't really watch it. So they had the interactive court for the first time during this All-Star weekend. Okay. Where, like, it was a full LED court, so they could do whatever they wanted with it, really. Um, during the celebrity game, they actually had the three-point line moving in and out. Okay. And so, like, yeah, so it depending on where it ended up, where you took your shot, changed your points. So that was actually kind of cool, if I'm being The court was a little obnoxious. But that kind of part of it was kind of cool. It's probably not for me, <laughs> but you know, I'm kind of an old man when it comes to stuff like that. A lot of the people I follow are too, and they didn't like it. <laughs> for a one-off, I mean, we're, we're also, we're not the target audience for that. True. You know, like they're trying to catch the, the people that don't normally watch sporting events. That's true. We're also baseball guys, so that makes us more hesitant to change <laughs> definitely <laughs> you know last year helped out a lot though with the new rule changes and me not necessarily hating them as much as i thought i would that's true but still but still I you're right it was weird i still think the bases are too big but agreed we should make them smaller yeah just like smaller the than the original no smaller than the original <laughs> <laughs> just like the size of a baseball hat you know yes Let's make it interesting. Breaking ankles all over the place. <laughs> Even home plate. Home plate's tiny, so like you barely can... Oh, man, it would make it interesting. You'd have to take away walks if you did that, though. Well, no, the strike zone's the same. Oh, okay. Just the plate itself to be able to score at home. Okay. It's tiny. <laughs> so it's like a plate within a plate. I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Umpires would not thank you for that. <laughs> No, probably not. Catchers probably wouldn't either, because get more of a chance of them getting getting called for interference. Well, no, then you bring back that you're allowed to block the plate. But then you have to bring back the, to be able to run <laughs> over the catcher. See, we're... I'm digging all of this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't like any of that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's... There's a couple other like actual sports things that have happened, but there's really not much. Uh, let's hit on those, and then we can just kind of continue to bullshit a little bit. 
Yeah. Uh, college football finalized what the the playoff structure is going to be for this upcoming season, and at least for the next couple of years. And it is a five plus seven, so that's five conference champions, which 99 times out of 100, it would be the SEC champ, the ACC champ, the Big Ten champ, and the Big 12 champ, and then one of the Mountain West, American, or uh, Sun Belt champ, whichever or happens Pac to be the two. highest ranked. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Pac-2 is basically the Mountain West, or it will be soon. Uh, once they get all the legal stuff situated, the Mountain West schools are going to join the Pac-12, and and then that'll be, like, you know, whatever it turns out to be. But, so 5 plus 7, originally it was going to be a 6 plus 6, but then the Pac-12 became the Pac-2, and so they had to change that. Right. Because otherwise you would end up with, like, two group of five teams in the in the 12 team playoff which i don't think anybody really wants that right just two massacres yeah and then the the four this is i like that the five plus seven i'm fine with what i what i don't like is and this was in the in there before too is that the four so four teams get a get a first round bye those four teams have to be conference champions. I'm not crazy about that because then, like, let me set a scenario for you. So Georgia goes undefeated, wins the SEC. They're the one seed. Ohio State. I like this scenario. Goes so far. <laughs> Ohio State goes 12 and one. They're the two seed. Cool, fine, great. But then nine and three Kansas State causes an upset in the Big 12 championship game. Now they're 10 and three. They're probably a 16-ranked team. And let's just say Syracuse makes a magical run to the ACC title, beating like a 12-0 Clemson or something. Now you have that Kansas State team and that Syracuse team being the two teams getting buys in the first round instead of you know, a 12 and uh, an 11 and one or 12 and one Texas, let's say Texas and, and Georgia go undefeated and meet in the sec title game. Georgia wins. Texas is probably the third ranked team in the country. Just only lost to Georgia, but they're the five seed because, you know, nine and four Syracuse just happened to win the ACC. I don't like that. So do you think that was kind of like, in a way, trying to convince like Notre Dame to just join a conference. Yeah, because even if Notre Dame goes undefeated, they they will never get a first round bye. Yeah, without being in a conference, even if they're undefeated. But by the way, I know it was just a dream scenario for the two of us. But like we we play each other next year, so there's no way one no, would yeah. be undefeated. No, <laughs> no I, I know, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. And then apparently for the scenario. For the scenario, let's say Texas beats Georgia at home in the regular season, then Georgia returns the favor in the SEC title game. True. Then they're both twelve and one. Right. They're probably one and two in the rankings, but one of them's the one seed and the other one's the five seed. Yeah, doesn't make sense. I agree. Uh, something that I did kind of like, um, if I'm not mistaken, because I mostly just heard about this uh, on the radio and stuff. I didn't really look at it quite yet. Um, 
the first round, the higher seed gets a home game. Yes. That's kind of cool. It's very cool. I wish that they were doing that for the first two rounds. Yeah, that would make a little bit more sense. Like, just, because like, like a buy is good. I get that. You yeah. want to get a buy. But wouldn't you rather host a game? Yeah, like Georgia, in our scenario, they're the one seed. The five seed gets a game at home in the first round, and then it's a neutral site game. The one seed, it's like, hey, you know, you get a buy, but you know, you don't get to host a game. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Where does this make sense? That doesn't make sense to me. That's probably going to change. The first two rounds, I think, should be played at the home stadium. Agreed. Of the higher seed. And then after that, you can go to the, the neutral side yeah, bowl games. Yeah, semifinals and finals can be bowl games. I'm okay right. with that. That's fine. That's how it's kind of been. But leading up to that, I think it should be home field advantage. We yeah. have it in every other sport. It'd be so cool to watch playoff games on campus. Yeah. Like, like, could you imagine Penn State is at home doing a whiteout for a playoff game? Dude, exactly. That would be sick. How awesome. How awesome would that be? I mean, for anybody that's having to visit them uh, in December or January, probably not awesome. <laughs> well, should have won more games. Yeah, exactly. Home field advantage. <laughs> then you could have host. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but just wanted to touch on that on, on college football. And apparently they, they teased a 16 team in 2026. They're talking about going to 14 or 16. I think they should just stay at 12. They I should agree. stay at 12. It's yeah. fine. They're just going to water it down and water it down if they keep adding more. Yeah. I think six probably would have been perfect for me because then you don't have the Florida State situation of this past year. But it, but it also it preserves the the sanctity of the college football regular season, True. which I think is the best regular season in sports because it, the, the stakes are so high week in and week out. We've talked about this multiple times to where you can lose. If you lose right now, the way it's been, you lose one game, you might be out. And those stakes are massive. But see, that's the hard part is because, say, you lose a game early, like Bama did. ended up They still ended up making the playoffs last year. But you lose a game early on in the season. And a lot of the teams, probably a lot of the coaches, are almost like, well, shit, what do we do now? When you lose a game early now and everybody can still buy in because you still have a pretty good chance. So I kind of like it being a little bit more than just yeah. six, but and I don't think it's going to be as bad as some, like some people are like, you know, we're going to end up with nine and three Georgia or Alabama winning a title. Like, I don't think nine and three is getting you in most years, most years. I think no. most, and plus I think most years you're going to have to win 10 or more. And how to get how do you hate that? We've had a 9 and 7 Giants team go in and take out an undefeated Patriots. Like I kind of like the difference like that. between college and NFL. It's just the difference between college and NFL. But we've like, had we've, that in every sport. In college in college football, we've we've been so accustomed to in order to win, you have to be great. Not just great at the end of the season, but great the whole season. And most sports nowadays, you don't have to be great the whole season. You just have to be good enough the whole season and then great at the end of the season. True. I can see so that. It's just a, it's a difference of philosophy. Okay. 
I like giving the the younger or the underdogs hope. Yeah. Like I said, I I like that we grow, that we're going to 12. 12 is better than 4. 6 probably would have been better than 12. 12 is infinitely better than 16. Okay. I like that. To me. Well put. Like if I had to rank those it'd be it'd probably go 6 and then 12 and then 4 and then 16. 16's bad. I don't want 16. 16 better than just 2. No. Okay. I don't know. I was just it, curious. I don't I have I would no opinion. Ra- I would rather go back to the BCS era than go to 16. Okay. Fair. They because, did. You know. It was a cool trophy. Yes. The crystal football. Yeah. That was, was pretty, pretty awesome. It's a pretty good trophy, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, the the thing with with the BCS era, and you can give it a lot of shit for a lot of reasons it didn't always get it right and there were there were always you know you could argue 3 and 4 versus 2 or something like that but the thing that the thing that the playoff changed it changed for the worse and i was all about the playoff whenever whenever that was was happening i was very much in favor of the playoff system but it did kind of break some things in the sport. And one of the things that it broke was the New Year's Day Bowls. In the era of the BCS, like even if your team didn't win the national championship, conference championships mattered more than they do now. Yeah. Winning the Rose Bowl or the Sugar Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl or Orange Bowl meant something. Whereas now, if you're not in the playoff, those bowls just mean nothing. Well, when they expanded bowls and made, like, so many bowl games, that's really what kind of made them die down, in my opinion. And just the fact that, like, almost anybody mattered. The big bowls still mattered until the playoff came around. True. That's true. I think because it extended the season by a week, and so that New Year's, you know, New Year's Day, New Year's Week, used to be the final week of the college football season. And you would have, you know, the the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl and the Orange Bowl. They would all be New Year's Day games. And then, you know, five or six days later, the national championship would be played. And then that was it. Yeah. Now it's 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 another week. You, ha- you still have those bowls, but they're still at the same time. The playoff is going on at the same time. And so people are watching the playoff and like, you know, just nobody cares about those bowls anymore, which... It's fine. It's whatever. the The big thing for me is the conference conference championships not mattering as much anymore. Like conference championships should matter. Well, I feel like with the way that they have it set out, I feel like that also is a, a reason that they made it to where if you're a conference champion, you're going to end up being in the top five, essentially. So I feel yeah. like they kind of made them matter a little bit more again. Yeah, and I get I get that argument. I, I get that argument. It's just, it it's the and it's the same thing with like with baseball or even the NFL. It's it's like if you don't win the title, your season didn't matter. And it's like no, or like a team that makes the playoffs every year. Sometimes they make the World Series. Sometimes they are in the LCS. Sometimes they get knocked out in the division round, and they do that six, seven years in a row. And people talk about them like they're a failure. It's like no, they're not a failure. They made the playoffs. They had a good run. It can't always be just championship or bust. Yeah, only one team gets to to finish on a win, 
every year. Right. It's that mentality that annoys me. The championship or bust crowd. That's They're a like, lot of oh, sports. If you didn't win a championship, it doesn't matter. That's just sports. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to argue with that. Because like when you yeah. look at teams like like the 49ers, them not winning the Super Bowl was a failure. They were a really good football team. They were poised to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And so it, it's like, a matter of perspective. The Lions making it to the NFC title game, though, huge success. So, like, yeah. perspective really It's all matters. matter of perspective, yeah. yeah. It, it goes back to, like, one of my favorite questions to ask sports fans in general. Because I've been on both sides of this. Would you rather... You, it's like you get to pick the next 10 years of your team. This your two options are option one, your team wins the title sometime in the next 10 years. You don't know what year it's going to be, but sometime in the next 10 years, your team wins the championship. The other nine years, they're going to be utter crap. Or next 10 years, you're going to be a playoff team every single year in that 10 years. You may win a title. You may not like say every year you have a, 10% chance of winning the title. But you might not win it at all in the 10 years. Which one are you taking? It's a really good hypothetical. It's a really it's a tough thing because as Cowboys fans, it's we have been really good the last 3 years in the regular season. But we don't have that success at the end of the year, so it makes it kind of hurt. Yeah. But then again, we're relevant. Right. And so it's it's like tough. a real that's a real life example Ugh. just to use baseball. Would you rather be the Royals of the last ten to twenty years, or would you rather be the Guardians of the last ten to twenty years? Guardians are usually competitive; they usually make the playoffs, but they never win. The Royals are usually really bad, but they had that two year run where they won a championship. It's tough. I bet you, if you ask Royal fans, they they're for it. Because there's a there's a term that I've heard many times because a lot of my teams have been on that the treadmill of mediocrity, and that can be very annoying. Wouldn't you rather suck a little bit so that you could be really good and actually have a chance to win? Most people would say yes, and that's why tanking is a thing. Yeah. So th- it's just tough. I though. think for me it depends on the sport. Like there's True. nothing worse than watching a bad baseball team for six months. Yeah, because it's a long season. If your football team's bad, you watch them once a week. There's only so many games. If your baseball team's bad, like, it just sucks. It just sucks the life out of you the whole summer. So Yeah, but we're both in the same boat. Our team, like, even both my teams, had to be really bad for a little while to finally reach that mountaintop. Yeah. And... So, I mean, ah, sports. When you do that, you <laughs> risk being the Pirates, though. That's true. That's definitely true. But anyway, uh, speaking of baseball, I know we've actually uh, we've done pretty well on time. But I think we, we have. I, I, we've done good. I think we do still have time to do our, uh, our baseball movie draft. Yeah, I'm down. Um, spring training is basically about to start. We're about to have actual games going on. Later this week. Um, so baseball is about to be in full swing. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, so, yeah, we decided uh, we were going to have a little bit of uh, our favorite baseball movie 
draft sort of thing, and since this was actually your idea, I was going to let you go first. Okay. Um, and this isn't, like, best baseball movie. It's our favorite baseball movie. Yes. Yes. Personal Which is rankings. actually really hard. It is. It is so hard. <laughs> I've got a short list of, like, 12 movies. <laughs> and we were only planning on doing, like, three rounds. But I've got a short list of, like, 12 movies. Okay. Uh, so I'll let you go first. What is your favorite baseball movie? Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll do Snake Draft. So I'll pick and then you do two. Ooh, okay, okay. So my... With the first overall pick, I think you probably know where I'm going. Uh, yeah, probably. You some of the often. listeners might know where I'm going. But Bull Durham. Yeah. I I love Bull Durham. It's one of my favorite movies. Just forget baseball. Like, one of my favorite movies ever. Like, it's just... It's so good in so many tiny ways. You know, like... It's Brie, a Costner movie. It, it's Kevin Costner, which Kevin Costner is a big baseball fan. And one of the better baseball playing actors out there. True. Like he look, he usually looks fairly convincing playing baseball, which you don't right. get a lot of all the time. But it just there's so many great quotes from it. Like my my one of my favorite scenes of any movie ever is they all come out to the mound and they're like talking about <laughs> his. Uh, the the pitcher Newt Lelouch, his dad's in the stands, and coming to watch him play, and he's nervous about that. And then they've got the 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 second baseman or shortstop. His girlfriend put a curse on his glove. No, the first baseman. The the his girlfriend put a curse on his glove, so they need to sacrifice a live chicken. <laughs> um, the two the just shortstop and second baseman are arguing about what they're going to get. One of the other players and the like town slut are getting married they're what they're going to get <laughs> them for for their engagement and the pitcher the coach comes out and he's like what are what's going on and kevin costner's like well we got this this and this we're dealing with a lot of shit here <laughs> <laughs> greatness it is greatness <laughs> i love that movie it's a good one i have it on my list as well oh man this is so hard it's hard actually pick favorites one was easy for me it gets hard after one for me. Okay. So I, I guess my top wouldn't be yours, so this would actually be number one for me. And I'm going to have to go young because this is just a movie that I watched so many times when I was a kid. And I just absolutely loved it. And it's Angels in the Outfield. Mm. It was so good. I just loved that movie as a kid. My parents were divorced. <laughs> so the whole like I'll I'll come back whenever the the Angels win the pennant. Like it taught me what the pennant was. I didn't mm-hmm. even know what that was yet. Uh and just so many good quotes uh from that movie. So I I think I'd have to go with that one. And it's really hard because my second one I almost want to stick with the kid movie, but I'm not I'm not going to do it because we all know what the other one is, which was very hard to choose between Angels in the Outfield or the other one. Yeah. But then I'd probably have to go Major League. That I mean, would have been my next pick. <laughs> dude, Major League is so good. And I, I don't know if you're necessarily including all of them together or if you were going to let them be separate. But the first one's the best one. Absolutely. By far. And anytime it's like on TV, I just want to watch it. It's just so good. I watched it like maybe a little over a week ago. 
yeah, I've, I've watched it within the last six months to a year myself. Like, it's just so good, so funny. A lot of actual baseball being played. Yeah. And so, I mean, Charlie Sheen, Wild Thing, Greatness. Uh, just the whole premise of it is, is awesome. Almost Ted Lasso-like. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Ted Lasso, They, I, I'm pretty sure that that's where the storyline of the first season comes from is from that major league. Yeah. The, the ex-wife taking over the club and trying to destroy it essentially. And so, uh, greatness, different ending, but yeah, different ending, (laughs) but similar, similar concept, very similar concept. Yes. So So now you get to so you're you're probably gonna get a, a chance to take that other movie that you were wanting to take. Okay. Because I'm because I'm not taking it. You know I, I loved I, it when I I loved it when I was a kid. Just a classic. It is a classic. But for me, my second pick is gonna be Moneyball. I knew you were gonna I knew it. Which Major League would be my second pick if we weren't doing a draft and I was just ranking the movies. Right. Major Fair. League would be probably number two for me. But Moneyball, like it's so good, despite the fact that I, it is kind of upsetting that they that they don't mention, you know, Zito and Mulder and Hudson, you know, the three aces that they had on the team that were a large part of why they were successful. Right. But I do just love the movie, and uh, Jonah Hill is great in it. Brad Pitt's great in it. The, you know. Do you want me to speak? Yeah, when I point at you, I want you to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, that's a good one, man. And just the, the way you get to kind of see the the background of what, what kind of goes on in, in a baseball team. It was just really yeah. cool. Really cool. The the scene where he's where he's calling all the different GMs to try and make a trade is yeah. gold. Like really I come gives me scenes. draft day vibes, like it, very similar to draft day in a way. And I haven't actually seen draft day. Oh is my it good? goodness! Yes, draft day is really good. You need to watch draft day. Okay, it's very oh. Moneyball like. I mean, Kevin Costner is the son of a great GM. Brad Pitt was the son of of a great no. guy, right? No, just Billy Bean himself. Yeah, thought... no. Billy Bean was just a like a failed prospect. Okay, that's right. That's right. I guess I'm just thinking of draft day. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. But it's similar. He's calling around to different GMs trying to make trades and stuff. So. Yeah, I'll have to check that out for sure. Number three, I'm stuck between a couple. One that I just thought about that's not on my list, but I do love. But I'm not gonna use. I'm not gonna take that one. For my number three pick, I am gonna take the rookie. Okay. Dennis Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Yep. Great movie. Great movie. I do love that movie. It's one that I first saw when I was a kid, and just I always loved it. When he throws the ball past the speed limit sign, and the lights are out, so it says 79, and then they flicker on, and it was actually 99. Oh, man. Just Yeah, and it's it's based on a true story. It's It's a real guy that just became a major leaguer really late in life at you know he was in his 30s when he started playing baseball again and it's just it's a really good movie it's really solid 
I like that one too. That is on my list as well. I mean, I'm pretty much the beginning of this. We're both probably going to have most of them on our lists. But, man, you're right. It gets really hard after that. It gets really hard. I mean, I guess I do have to go ahead and take the one we were talking about, Sandlot. I mean, you're killing me small. It's good. Benny the Jet, Hercules, the the great Bambino, like so many good quotes. The Sultan of Swat. Ah, oh, just a great movie, especially if you're a little kid and you like baseball. It's just nostalgia. So love the yeah. Sandlot. And then I mean the Sandlot Sandlot's great. It's so like the the thing with the Sandlot for me and why why I kind of ranked the movies the way that I did is rewatchability. Like I watched the Sandlot like two years ago, maybe. And I didn't enjoy it as much as an adult rewatching it. Whereas bull Durham, major league Moneyball, the rookie, like I pretty much watched those like it, like once a year. I feel you. And that makes sense. And like, I mean, angels in the outfield. Am I going to, to turn it on right now? No, probably not. Yeah. But that was just such a cornerstone in my life. So, no, I totally get it. Yeah. We we attacked our list a little bit differently. I feel you. Uh, and then it's tough because there's another really good kid one. But I'm going to go with Field of Dreams. I mean, that is one that's still good as an adult. It's a classic. Yeah. Kevin Costner, like you said, baseball fan. And they even made a, a legit game out of it in the MLB. The Field of Dreams game, where they come out of the corn and they play on that field, and if you build it, they will come. Just a great movie. The speech that, um, what's his name? The the actor that plays Darth Vader. It's slipping my mind right now too. See, when we're even I, when we're just recording, we're not live, but even just recording, it uh, it throws you off. Uh, I. I know his name, but I cannot think of his of his name. But the speech that he gives, the baseball speech, it still gives me chills. Even though I, I've seen Field of James Dreams. James Earl Jones. Gosh. James Earl Jones. Like, I've seen Field of Dreams probably ten times. And it, it's every time, it still gives me, gives me chills. Yeah, it's a good one, dude. He's actually also in Sandlot. He's the, he's he the old blind man that... Has the dog that? <laughs> yeah, greatness. Uh, one of the best voices of all time. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I guess I'll take one more. You took four. I'll take one more. Uh, another Kevin Costner <laughs> for the love of the game. Another great one. <laughs> uh, a little more mushy than some of the other ones. It's it's kind of more of a love story than it is a baseball movie, but yeah, it baseball is. is a large part of it. And well, how can you not be romantic about baseball? <laughs> One of the greatest baseball lines ever. <laughs> and, you know, just the, the the way that they weave the story in and out in that movie I love, where he's he's pitching a game and it's it's all flashbacks between innings, basically. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're seeing this guy at the end of his career, like, pitching the game of his life. And it's it's just a really, really well done 
Agreed. That's a good one. I mean, that's why I'm surprised that you haven't seen Draft Day because it's also Costner, and it's he's just so good, man. He is. That's one that I intended to watch, but I just never got around to it. I got you. I was the same way. I didn't even watch it until like a couple years ago, and it's been out for quite some time now. So, uh, other, uh, I'm just going to list off the the other movies that I had on my list. Okay. So, Mr. Baseball, the Tom Selleck one. Okay. You yep. seen that one? I think I had I, a long time ago. I don't really remember yeah. that one. He goes to Japan. Oh, yeah. He goes that's over to right. Japan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, League of Their Own, classic. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> true story, actually, is based on a true story of the Rockford yeah. Peaches. So that one's that. That's a good one. Uh, Forty-two, a newer, a, newer a, one. Yeah, that one's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Sixty-one, the about the the Maris and uh, Mantle Mantle home run race in nineteen sixty-one. Mm-hmm. That I, that's one I recently watched for the first time. It's decent. Yeah, I remember watching that when I was a kid, and, and I liked it. I and the it. one that I almost took, but I, I ended up not, is Hardball. Dude, great. Keanu Reeves. I love it when you call me Big Pop. Yeah. Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. Oh, man, that's a good one. That one gets you in the feels, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think that's one of Aurora's favorite baseball movies, Hardball is. It's a good one. Another one of my favorites, Keanu Reeves. He doesn't. He basically plays the same guy in everything he's in, just about. He plays Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but it's great. <laughs> I loved it. I thought that was a really good one. I have that one on my list as well. So it looks like I only have two others on my list that we didn't mention. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Loved that one. That was. I thought that one. might have been where you were going when you made your first pick was Rookie of the Year. See, I just Angels in the Outfield just kind of stuck with me more. Okay, but Makes I, sense. I definitely loved Rookie of the Year. That one was great. And Henry Winkler <laughs> breaks his arm, and then all of a sudden he could throw ninety. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's a funny premise and a, a great movie. Uh, and then the original more, but both of them weren't too bad. The Bad News Bears. Yeah. The original, I, I remember watching as a kid and just, that was a great movie. I loved seeing the little kids get to go play on the, I want to say it was like the Metrodome or something like that. And it was just a lot of fun to watch. And, and then even the newer one with uh, Billy Bob Thornton, also still pretty decent. But the class, the classic is the older one. Yeah, that one's going to usually be on any top 10 baseball movie list that you'll right. see out there like it'll be top 10 top five pretty much every yep. time just a great movie dang one that i just remembered that i forgot about kind of the bench warmers bench warmers <laughs> was actually pretty funny i thought that was a good movie <laughs> yeah the bench bench warmers is all right it, i'm not sure how it <laughs> how it holds up at, at this point but it was pretty funny for its time yeah the i am 12 thing is, <laughs> yeah, that is great. That is so funny. Oh, uh, yes. He's got a beard. <laughs> Does he have a beard? <laughs> Does he drink a beer? <laughs> uh, and then we did mention that there were multiple major leagues, but I think probably the second best one was probably Buzz Back to the Miners. That one's pretty funny. I really enjoyed that. I think I still prefer Major League Two 
over also great over back it's to the really minors, close. but I think it's I don't know it's that cast of characters. Didn't they? I, I wish that because then they replace Wesley Snipes for the second one as William Mays Hayes. I don't remember. I think they replaced him for the second one. Okay. I could be wrong about that. Um, I, I still like all of them though. I thought Back to the Miners was pretty funny and a good movie. Obviously, like we said, the first one's the best. But man, a lot of good baseball movies. We haven't had a, like a, a good new one in, in a little while now. I want to say like Moneyball was probably the newest one. Uh, 42 was, was the newest one that we mentioned. Okay, yeah. Moneyball yeah. was the most recent one that we, that we drafted. True. We need another new good baseball they, movie. They did replace Wesley Snipes. Omar, Omar Epps played with oh, Amaze okay. Hayes in the second one. Not as good. Yeah. I mean, the first one, the first Major League just has so many, so many good lines. Like, yes. up, up your butt, Joe Boo. Yeah. Uh, are you saying Jesus Christ couldn't hit a curveball? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you, Joe Boo, I do it myself. <laughs> oh, greatness. I feel like I see that one online all the time. The fuck you, Joe Boo, I do it myself. Yeah, and up your butt, Joe Boo. I see yeah. that all the time, too. <laughs> Those two are just, they're staples of online baseball talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Like I said, though, we need another new good baseball movie. It's been a minute. I agree. Yeah, somebody needs to get on that. I don't know what movie it would be. Is that our calling? Is that... <laughs> Sporting Beards presents baseball? Maybe we'll do... Maybe, maybe a remake of Major League, but it's the Oakland Athletics this time. The Vegas A's? No, they're still in Oakland in the in the movie, but the owner is trying to move them to to Oakland. So it's a documentary. <laughs> it's a fictionalized alternate reality. Historical fiction. Yeah. <laughs> have it come have it come out the same year that the A's officially moved to to Las Vegas. And we'll see if more people go see the idea. movie than go than go see the A's in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's still going to be quite a few people that go because it's going to be basically a sports book in itself. But you get to watch a live baseball game. Yeah, that's assuming which they I actually did... get this whole thing done. Which it, true. There's still it's no like yeah. actual plans for anything. I know, it's, which is kind as of you ridiculous. Said, it's a fucking mess. Yeah. Absolute is. mess. By the way, I didn't realize that apparently they have sports books in Florida. If I would have known that before I realized it on the way out, I would have probably gone and done some stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it's probably a good thing, too. It's cheaper that way. True. Unless True. unless you win. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I would have lost. <laughs> Uh, the house usually does win, Chase. That's true. Bet with Vegas, not against them. That's right. But uh, all right. Well, I think that we have uh, kind of bullshitted our way through enough time to to call it an episode. What do you think? I dig it. I dig it. It's been a fun one. A little bit different. A little bit different. We are going to have a little bit of. I mean, we're starting to get down to the 
the final seedings for basketball and stuff, which we will kind of get into a little bit. But we're going to have a little bit of a downtime, so maybe we'll have a little bit more of a couple fun episodes here coming soon before baseball maybe. gets in full swing. Maybe. Especially now that, like, by the time we we talk again, hopefully my fantasy draft season will be over. <laughs> and uh, that won't be occupying quite so much of my time and, and brain power. Fair enough. My whole life this past week has basically been fantasy baseball and Assassin's Creed. And that's an Aurora. That's about it. <laughs> Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, there's, we are in a bit of a lull in the sports calendar right now. Yeah. But we'll have some, we'll have some MLB preview stuff to do right. over the next month or so as well. So, all right. Well, everybody, have a good week. Uh, it won't be quite as a full week before you hear us again, but right. have a good weekend at least. Yes, and thank you for listening. Beards out. Beards are out.